0: Selecting a location is all about creating a world for your characters. What economic bracket they come from. What their personal tastes are. What they face on a day-to-day basis. And these all come from your story. But you You do have to be careful about what location you choose. We'll talk about how to control your locations instead of having them control you on today's Two Real Guys. Hi, welcome to Two Real Guys.
1: I'm Norman Holland. And I'm Larry Jordan. When you look at a script, you see what's called a slug line. It's all
0: capital letters. It may something like exterior church wide shot. You probably then think that it's tempting to trot on down to your nearest church, point the camera, and start shooting, right? That'd be pretty I think, easy. you know, that's the easiest way. You just, because any church is the same as any other church. Not true. No, and how you shoot it, not true, right? You'd be missing a great opportunity if you did that to help the audience understand your story, right? There's a big difference between this church and this one. There's a huge difference between seeing a trash on an empty street and one on a busy street, right? The amount of vegetation, the condition of the street, the age of the buildings, what the neighborhood looks like, everything that's in that frame, right? These all influence how we feel about the people who are going to be in your shot. And this is whether it's a narrative film or a documentary. I love it when he gets passionate. You know, finding a proper location takes a lot of
1: work, a, a lot of knowledge, and a lot of driving. On a professional shoot, this task is generally given to a location manager who may work with one or more location scouts to help find a suitable location. In fact, there's a whole guild full of nothing nothing but location managers.
0: Buckets of location managers, <laughs> right? So the, the scout is typically going to have a book that's full of locations that he or she really knows through the years that they've been doing it. Um, but this, this book is really nothing if the scout doesn't understand what the script is all about. So the scout uh, looks at the slug line and then goes off to find a church. No. The scout should read underneath that slug line to go down into the action and the dialogue to find out what the scene is really all about, right? In fact, he or she should know what the entire script is about. Oh, wait, wait, Norman, I got it. This is what you used
1: to call the logline. The logline is like a, a two or three paragraph description that goes through who the main characters are, the emotional journey they're going on. It describes the change that occurs over the course of this, this uh, program,
0: the project, the film. I mean, do I have it right? <laughs> if I know that our lead character is moving from a shy, withdrawn person right to a bold hero like yourself, Uh, who will take action when something is wrong, then I know that the church at the beginning of the script is probably, you want it to be a little different than the church at the end.
1: See, the church at the end might have a tall spire and have an inspiring feeling for an inspiring ending, while at the beginning it might be something shorter or a a street corner church, which gives you something to have a transition
0: from and to. Yeah, a little more squat maybe, right? And then if you're inside the church, you might want hallways that are narrow at the beginning of the film, but a more vaulted ceiling at the end, right? And one of the mistakes that I often see young filmmakers make is that they choose a location on the basis of what looks good to their eyes, not on what the camera is going to see. Now, wait, wait, wait. What do you mean by that? I mean, it's all about the camera, isn't it? Well, let me give you an example, Okay. Um... Several years ago, a student film at uh, USC had this perfect idea for a scene that they wanted to shoot. And uh, it was a house, about an hour, two-hour drive from campus. It had this perfect set of shrubs outside. And what they were going to do is they were going to take their two characters in the scene, shoot over their shoulders to watch the house burn down. So the day of the shoot, they drive down there and they find that they actually can't light. They can't burn the house the way they had thought. They can never get wide enough back to make it work. So they end up shooting a type two shot around this side. That sounds like they could have got that shot in their backyard. Yes, or your backyard, or my backyard. And that's exactly my point. You know, this church that we're thinking of shooting a scene in, Mm -hmm. this one right here,
1: no, I want a different church. No, 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 I want a different church. I want a different church. Damn, you are quite a director. That's the church that I (laughs) want. Okay, the scene that we're shooting in this church, Mm -hmm. but because the entryway is pretty small, Mm -hmm. we're never gonna get far enough back to be able to see the whole view. To see this, yes. Oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. So it's not worth spending extra effort to get that particular location, especially if it costs money. It doesn't matter if the location is perfect or not because the camera won't show it. And what the
0: camera sees that's important, not what your eye sees. Right. So, so what is the process like then when you get um, with the location manager and the scouts? Well, you know, as we said, first the location manager will read the script. Mm-hmm. And then he or she will talk with the production designer or the director
1: who has a sense of what the locations should look like based on the story. Mm-hmm. Notice I said that.
0: I said based on the story. You should be so proud of me. So what are the things they're taking from the script for the story? You want
1: to take a look at what area of the town does each scene take place in, how the characters
0: live, the main character's emotional arc through the story. Right. Now, a lot of you might have had locations in your mind when you wrote a script, right? That this is great, but they might not really be the right locations for you to shoot in. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean by that? Well, um, here are two very... Difficult and expensive lines from a script, right? Wait, wait, expensive lines? Yeah, and we know you hate that. I hate expensive lines. So here's two that you'll really hate. Okay, I'm sitting down. Joan looks back as he jumps onto the city bus and walks to the rear seats. The bus accelerates back into traffic. It's easy. We got a bus. We got her getting on. I mean, we see this every day. What's so hard about that? Seems simple, right? But check this out, right? You've got to set up your camera and sound gear at the bus stop right? Then you got to get a bus to stop there. Most buses stop at a bus stop. Yeah, uh-huh, except when you want them to. Oh, that's right? true. <laughs> then you have to make sure that whoever else is getting on the bus doesn't block us from seeing Joan looking back. Then you have to film the bus driving away. Then you're probably going to need to get on the bus and see her walking to the back seats from inside. And that involves controlling the bus, the traffic in the street, the bus riders are on the bus, and the ones who keep getting on and off, right? That requires cooperation from whatever city organization controls the bus routes, right? So that seems pretty easy, right? I count seven different setups with two interiors on a moving
1: bus with traffic. Am I getting it right? Yes. I mean, all of a sudden I've got not just my cast and my crew, but i got traffic control. I mean, this…
0: Traffic control is… That's a lot of money, Norman. Can you give me option two? Uh, Yes. So how about this? Let me replace those two lines to this. Joan looks back as she looks on her heels and turns away. You know, the cool thing I like about that is what she's really
1: reflecting on is not the getting on the bus, it's not a travel picture. It's the separation she feels from turning from one way of life to another. And that loss can occur on a
0: sidewalk could occur on a bus. Right. A- In other words, you understand what the point of the scene is as opposed to the exact words that are written. It, from, from the script point of view, it may not matter how she leaves, right? And that's the story part. Then when you're looking at uh, the, the location manager stuff, there's lots of practical issues yes, as things well. Things like where you park and where you get power or is there a staging area for equipment. To or for help? lunch. Super important, right? Crews love lunch. Yes, that's true. Crews (laughs) love lunch. But there's also, you know, after the location scouts figured out
1: which locations would be practical, you get to bring pictures and videos and bring them back to the director and the producer so they can look over the possibilities and give feedback. You know, if I were the producer, I might then ask how high up in the building we are. If we're on the fourth floor, it's going to be really hard to put gel on the windows to decrease the light coming through or carry up all the gear if there's no elevator in the building. So the whole idea is to look at the location not just in terms of how it looks, but in terms of
0: how it works with the process of production. Right. So let's go back to our opening example, the suburban scene next to an airport. Well, depending upon how busy that airport is, this location might be a nightmare for sound. We talked about that in last season's episode on sound, where that's one of the big differentiators between a professional film and a cheapo low-budget one is how good the sound
1: is. That's where the scout has already done that homework and found out how noisy the area is at all the potential shooting times for the scenes to take place there.
0: Mm -hmm. But what happens if the script calls for the house to be next to the airport. Now, that's where thinking like a filmmaker can really help. Just because Mm. it says that
1: the house is across from an airport doesn't mean that it actually has to be across from the airport. So, I mean, you start with a shot of the airport, you go to a shot of the house, you go to the shot of the airport, you go to the shot of the house. They could be in different cities. The magic of editorial, right? Which will make and sell that story point just as effectively as if the house was actually next to the airport. Right. You need to clear up all those details before you really lock on to a location. That's right. And occasionally the script may need to be rewritten slightly in order to take advantage of a particular location or eliminate action that can't be done
0: well in the location you've chosen. Right. Um, some things can be easily changed without disturbing the story impact, like like we talked about at the bus stop, uh, and other things cannot. So how do you know the difference? Ah. Well, Let's go back to Episodes 1 and 2. Remember all the way back the episode. Episode 1 was the log line, and Episode 2 was the rule of threes. Right, and we talked about lean-forward moments where you've decided what's important, what are the important beats of that particular scene. so once you know what's important about that scene and how things are going to change, then you'll know what needs to be covered to accent those beats. We'll be right back, right after this tip.
1: A good location manager will do more than simply come up with locations. He or she will be able to come up with storytelling ideas to help further this script storyline. For instance, if a character has just gotten bad news, then perhaps the location manager will want to find a location where the character can walk from the light into the dark. This helps the cinematographer and the director better tell the story that they want to tell.
0: Wow, finding locations <laughs> is way more complicated than simply plugging into uh, an existing locations from a given script slug line. I love slug lines, but good. Golly, the challenge of locations is much more complex than you might first think. But if you understand what story you want to tell, you should be able to creatively find just the right place for your story and for you, your budget. I love the word keep the budget small.
1: My name is Larry Jordan. His name is Norman Holland. And thanks for watching The Two Real Guys.